everybody, get ready for Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis. A foodie born and bred, my wife Nikki loves chatting up chefs, dining out, and insider industry buzz. And my husband David thinks a great meal is nothing but a good burger, a frosty brew, and a chef for under $20. Because he is cheap. Well, maybe so, but foodie married beast anyway. And together we've got the food and wine variety show that has everyone talking. It's Foodie and the Beast, and we are on now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Foodie and the Beast. David and Nikki Nellis. Uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and we've got a great show for you. I don't know about it being beautiful. It's kind of like it ain't snowing. grim and right. cold. But and... before we get to that, uh, last Sunday we did our 10th anniversary uh, live broadcast, a two-hour live special from With Blue the help Jacket. of Kevin Stanfield. That's right. Kevin's help. You were here at the studio. Yeah, he's like, But anyways, <laughs> it was a blast, and we want to thank the people at Neighborhood Restaurant Group and Blue Jacket. Congratulate them on their fifth anniversary. And but I got also, a... just they totally threw a oh, major a party. Bash. It was insane. I think I packed so down about fun. 20 pounds. But <laughs> right. um, I want to thank our sponsors, of mm-hmm. course, Neighborhood Restaurant Group and Blue Jacket, uh, Jamie Leeds Restaurant Group, our friends at Knight, Knightsbridge Restaurant Group, that's Ashok, Ashok Bajaj. Who's going to have uh, some information soon about his takeover of Restaurant Nora, ooh. which we cannot wait to hear. Okay. Uh, Robert Wiedermeyer and his restaurant group, mm-hmm. Three Stars Brewing. Uh, the folks at ProFish and Tony and Joe's and Ivy City Smokehouse and Nick's. Mm-hmm. The fabulous market at River Falls in downtown Potomac. Uh, Passion Fish Restaurant Group. Chico, they just mm-hmm. opened on the West Coast in San Diego. San Diego, they did. Apparently. Yeah, and our friends at Trigger Agency, Greg Nivens, they do all those fabulous food and wine events out at National Harbor. Mm-hmm. So thank you for supporting us. Well, not just National Harbor, they do well, events they do up and down the Eastern the Seaboard. And yes. if I live, we're going to do it again in ten more years. <laughs> If I live. All right. So, but, but whatever. Wait. I've got nothing to say about that. Do you know how old you'll be in 10 years? Uh, 12. <laughs> no, not your um, mental age, uh, your physical age. I'll be, uh, you'll be 80. Oh, shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's one of those words I can't say. Okay. So, uh, did anybody know? This is really, this floored me. The French embassy. Also has a restaurant, a catering group there, and, Two restaurants, uh, and really. a cafe. Right? Two restaurants. And yeah. uh, so we've got uh, a chef. Uh, <laughs> That's Mark, about it. That's about as Wait good a minute. As I go. Mark Corset is in, their chef, their overworked <laughs> chef, who started with Michelle, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, the, the, oh, and Max Jacquet, who is the general manager, right? Oh, yes. I didn't Good say morning, jacket. Everybody. I said jacket. Yeah. Didn't okay. I? okay. They're going to tell us all about it. And uh, we got Yummy Eats in front of us, too. You'll see all that on Facebook Live mm-hmm. under Nikki Nellis. That's right. And what a difference a year makes. Earlier this year, Spark and Engine Company 12 opened in Bloomingdale with Trinidadian inspired cuisine. We had some of it. It was amazing. Uh, Chef Peter Prime, he's amazing. I mean, even Tom Sietzema. Yeah. You got thumbs up from and Tom. And I got a bib gourmand. You got a bib so gourmand. So nothing to slack at. So, but he's got some exciting news he's going to announce today Well, I have air. some exciting news, too, because he's got an, an announcement that we won't we won't blow it. But I judged I uh, a, I just a said. chili event, a chili cooking event last week, and um, just it was kind of a blind thing, and I voted for Peter's Chili, and he won. Oh, yay, 
Peter. Right. And I've already cashed a check for $12,000. Okay. Thank you, Peter. Okay, come on. So now the ladies are in. It's going to be the longest We've introduction also ever. Got Ivy Wild is a, is a clean beauty boutique in D.C. Um, this is going to be your area because I don't. It's totally my area. My thing. I don't think I have clean Product beauty. Product tour alert. But we're going to be talking about Ivy Wild as well. And Jacob Weinstein, who went to high school with Sam Nellis, and they both ended up in the cocktail business. Mm-hmm. A bunch of drunks at Walter Johnson High School. <laughs> yes. But he's so. now the GM at Taqueria Del Barrio. He's got an amazing resume. He's got a lot of stuff to talk about, including some great cocktails. We're going to have champagne. We're going to let's let's get into it. Okay, but first, but first, Mitch Berliner is at Central Farm Markets. Mitch, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you, kids? Pay attention. We're coming to you, you, baby. (laughs) Well, it's busy, and it is, as you say, it is not snowing. It is not snowing. snowing. And I want to say, your wife, Debbie Moser, comported herself unbelievably. He heard it. it. I know you heard it. She was great on the air last week, and I'm sorry you weren't there with her for our anniversary. Yeah, it was so insane here the last two weeks. It's just unbelievable. We had record number of vendors. Party's uh, starting in studio. So, all right, so, you know, it's a little nippy outside. Tell us what's going on at the, at the market. Well, I assume everybody's okay. getting ready for Thanksgiving, right? That's Tell us what's exactly happening. what's going on. People are picking up turkeys. People still have a chance to come get pies, turkeys, etc. Mm-hmm. Of course, this Tuesday at Pike and Rose, mm-hmm. we have our annual special Thanksgiving market from 10 to 2. It's on the parking lot of the REI a store. That's amazing. Right in the center of that, and we have 20 vendors, and they'll have all kinds of pies. Mm-hmm. And I urge your listeners to go to centralfarmmarkets.com. That's plural. Sure. Centralfarmmarkets.com. And they can see, uh, go to the blog that's there or the list of uh, vendors, and they can order. They can still time to order turkeys and pies and all kinds of stuff. Excellent. Well, that's. There, I think for those last-minute shoppers, that's going to be oh, yeah. an amazing help because the grocery stores are insane, and nobody wants to be in there. And I think going to Pike and Rose and being outside and being able to pick up your last-minute purchases is going to make life so much easier. I wouldn't say nobody wants to be in there. One of them might want to sponsor us one day, but it's more fun at the farmer's market because <laughs> right. you're getting it right from the, the farmer that grew it or... Exactly. Or raised Food it, or raised it, et cetera, or the artisan food producer that made your pie or soup or, you know. Right. So we've got a, a nice array of people coming. Mitch, but let me Tuesday. ask you, are you guys sure. open after Thanksgiving? Is the market, are well, the markets open the following weekend? Thank you. You're um, welcome. We are open year-round mm-hmm. at Mosaic in Fairfax, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And we're open year-round in Bethesda on the Bethesda Elementary School parking lot. But... We are closed next Sunday, as we do every year, to give our farmers <laughs> and our artisan food producers and all our vendors a chance to be with their families. A lot of travel out of town. Sure. So it's a special time for them, and they've worked very hard. I don't know. I think family food. time's overrated, but anyways, Mitch. <laughs> yes. Sorry okay. about it. You are definitely sleeping on the couch, pal. Yeah. <laughs> it, not just because of that. No, there's so many other reasons. I didn't all invent right. that, by the way. <laughs> well, I do want to say, too, if you're going out to the market, look for Mitch, because he is, uh, along with being a lot of fun. There's nobody with more knowledge about what's there and what's good and I know, what's fresh. You can fresh get like a private different. tour. It's you get so a private nice. tour. And then it'll talk to you about Happy your workout to give schedule. People tours. Great. Happy. Do it all the time. All right, Mitch. Do it all the time. So again, I'm wishing you and your audience 
a great Thanksgiving, a wonderful, safe, and healthy year. Same to you. And uh, we'll, we'll get you on the air next week. All right. No, happy Thanksgiving. Week. We're out of town next week. We'll talk to you the following then, week. Then, then that works out perfectly. Yeah, All right. Exactly. righty. So, All the best. We'll you see too. people on Tuesday at our special market. Take care. All right, gobble, bye-bye. gobble. All right. So why do you say gobble, gobble? Because it's turkey. It's so cliched. Anyways. Okay. That's Seriously? a French word, isn't it? Look at me. Mon Dieu, mon ami, mes amis. All right. So, Jacob. Yes. You and Sam went to high school together. Yes. Scenic but Walter that is Johnson. not what the show is going to be whoa, whoa, about. Whoa. Hold it on. you got to so get your body know. and your face in front of the mic. Like, yes. How did you both Absolutely. end up? You can lift the mic up, too. How did you guys end up in cocktails, I wonder? Were you drinking out behind the school? No. Um, well, I mean, certainly we did drink a lot. I mean, uh, one time we did some, some stuff with some creme de menthe and some raspberries that looked like Christmas vomit, which was really fun. <laughs> I just love um, but, Christmas vomit. You know, I mean, it really harkens back. Uh, uh, but I guess what you have in front of you is uh, Margarita Del Barrio. Mm-hmm. So it's sweet. It's spicy. It's smoky. Um, it's got my favorite mezcal in it, which is Sombra, uh, which if you guys have never had before, it's a recycled mm. bottle um, from the area that it's from. The uh, All of the piñas are done organically. The distillery is solar-powered. It's cool. just a really beautiful product that supports its neighborhood, supports mm-hmm. everything around it. Um, and the cocktail itself has the most heart of any cocktail you are ever going to have what in is your it? life. What kind of salt is around it? That it's is a tahine del- rim. It's delicious. Yeah, it's tahine, lime zest, and salt. What is tahine? Tahine is uh, a dried pepper uh, mix okay. that comes from Mexico. It's a Mexican product. It's delicious because it's, it's not super spicy. It's yeah. just got like a lovely flavor okay. to it. Yeah. Um, whenever I'm making cocktails, my my main aim in them is to find an intersection of that sweet, spicy, smoky, everything coming together in that one spot. Well, I think you really you hit it. With food. You totally hit it with this. Now, how did you wind up at Del Barrio? Because the last time you were in studio, you were at Supra yeah. talking Georgian wine. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a little different. Uh, it's totally different. Um, so I just kind of ended my time there. I opened them up, you know, started them out. We got the Beef Gourmand, top 100, you know, wine program there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I ended up uh, bartending at Hank's Cocktail Bar. And Anna uh, is Jamie Leeds' best friend. Yeah, it's a very good friend. There, right. restaurant's next and your door. wife is Jamie's beverage director, No, right? his sister. Your sister. Sister, I don't know. Sister. I don't, so, don't know. Some woman that's so related that is misleading. to you. Maybe it's the same sort Whatever. of thing happened right. there. <laughs> right. um, but uh, I was just bartending. She was like, hey, what are you doing here? I was like, I don't know. What are you doing over there? And uh, so that kind of relationship just got born out of that. Excellent. All right. Well, when we come back to you, we'll be tasting some more drinks, but we'll hear more about how you put together the cocktail menu at yeah. Del Barrio, because right. it is really interesting. Well, let's go from Taqueria Del Barrio to the French Embassy, Let's all say, um, Yes, the beautiful glass of champagne. Excellent. Like this is a. I like to say salute, but right, me. exactly. Salute. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian can say it. Yeah, Adrian just yeah, came Adrian back just from Italy. Back. All right, so why don't we, talk, Chef Mark? Let's start with you a little bit about your background because mm-hmm. you really learned at the knee of a, one of our favorite guests, Michel Richard, who is yeah no longer with us, but a great man. Yeah. So um, I came here. I was like 21 years old, and um, I did my uh, my arm with uh, with uh, Michel Richard. So mm-hmm. I worked for him for seven years as a pastry chef at Citronelle, Michel uh, in Tyson's Corner, Central. So, so you been... work with Cedric as well, right? Cedric was chef at Central when I right. met Cedric. I'm, I work with David. Oh, you work David with David Deschais, sure. David, so uh-huh. 
And he knows Patrice Olivon. He knows everybody. Well, of I know he Patrice does. Olivon. It's like the French, the French Connection. Michel, <laughs> my favorite movie. <laughs> I met everybody with Michel, you know. Right, yeah. of course. Good man. So, um, All right, and then and and Max Jacquet, you came here as an au pair. Oh yes, I was taking care of kids. And then when you decided kids. you hate kids and you'd go into the food business? No, or? I love kids. I still love them. But uh, <laughs> I got the opportunity to start in the restaurant business. I met Mark uh, a few years ago, and uh, he introduced me to the food scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess I fell in love with it. Uh, we started uh, not a long time ago together to open our own door. And uh, yeah. It, it, well, it, so wait, so let me ask you guys a question. Is there some sort of French expat community here? Is that how you both met? Because there's so many people in the D.C. area from all over the world. But it's oh, I'm always interested how you find each other. Is um, there some sort of expat community for people from uh, France? I believe there is a, uh, a, a, there is a big a community. community. Yeah. Uh, Washington, D.C. has a lot of, like, foodies, like, from France. Right. Great chefs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I guess it helped us a little bit, yeah. yes. And so how did you – so let's – Let's start from the beginning. So most people don't know that there's a restaurant, two restaurants in the embassy, the French Correct. embassy. Has it always been there? Yes, he's, he's been there since like maybe 25 years. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah, but he, they changed. It used to be like different kind of food. So basically, Pat, Chef Patrice Olivon was... Mm-hmm. The first chef of the French Embassy, actually. But I always thought when I heard that about him, because he's been in here a thousand yeah. times, I always thought when people said when he said that that he was just cooking for like embassy events, not for the general public. So what we did, we made sure because uh, we sat down uh, at some point to talk about our contract, and we made sure that it will be open for the public. Okay. Uh, Thank you. I love that noise. Yes, yeah, we exactly. love it. Uh, no, the so, little jingle going, bells before going. the holiday. And so, uh, yeah, we made sure to, to have it open to the public. Mm-hmm. And now we just do a little membership uh, on our website. It's free. You, you fill it out. It's free. It takes two minutes. We just need a little selfie of yourself. Okay, wait. We're going to take a break. Oh, when yes. we come back, we're going to talk about getting a membership and then actually dining in the restaurant. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. You can dine deliciously at the French Embassy. We'll find we're out more when we get back. We're going to do it in about two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're back on Foodie and the Beast with David and Nikki Nellis, Chef Marc Corset, and General Manager Max Jacquet. I'm going to say our carb-free diet has just gone yeah, out the good. door it's completely. The, it's in the bucket. <laughs> From the French Embassy or here, you have a, 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 a separate restaurant, cafe, and catering business there. First so explain question, it. Well, well explain I it. I wanted an explanation, but first question is, if we make a reservation, how hard is it to get into the embassy to have a meal? How does that work? Just uh, just go online. At lecafelecarte.com, there is a membership section. You fill mm-hmm. out a form. It takes two minutes. It's mm-hmm. free. And we just ask you to uh, give us a little, uh, send us a little picture of yourself. Okay. Uh, then we make a badge for you. Oh, mm-hmm. and then? And then you just come. You show your confirmation email mm-hmm. to the security. Mm-hmm. They let you in. You pick up your badge, and you are good to and go. What is the name of the restaurant? Uh, so we called it Au Petit Bouchon. Oh, but there's two bullshit. restaurants, So right? we have the, the one inside, the, right. the restaurant. Then, I mean, we do all the catering events at La Maison Française, the big event space where right. we can hold up to 2,000 people. Sure. Uh, so it's pretty much one kitchen mm-hmm. with one restaurant, a cafeteria, a bar, and the catering. Uh, the catering arm. Yes. So when people make reservations to eat 
Where are they eating? They can choose the restaurant where you have to send us a little email because it's a small restaurant. We okay. Tend, this is why we call it Petit And which bouchon. one is that? Which one is that? So this is a bouchon. like more fine dining one. Okay. You enter. And is that just dinner or lunch and dinner? Lunch. Lunch. Dinner can be for a minimum of 15 people up to 40, 42 people. Okay. Uh, and we do birthdays. We do wine tasting dinners. We do a lot of things. So oh God, how much fun. Oh, yes, why not? That's why right. not? And then you have the cafeteria. With cafeteria, it's pretty much like self-service. You get a tray. We, we change the menu every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. You have a salad bar, a fish of the day, meat of the day. Mark knows about it. He's the one cooking, so right. he will tell So, Mark, you. what are some of the things that people can find on your menus in, in, in all the different categories? I mean, in a restaurant, we, we change the menu every week. So, mm -hmm. we work with the uh, produce. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, if you come, like, uh, one week, the next week, the menu will be different. Sure. Um, cafeteria, uh, it's very classical French, French food. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if you want to eat a good, uh, but in the, uh, but like for lunch in the fine dining restaurant, are we looking at a multi-course meal? You How would like, you explain it? You have a choice of, uh, a choice of three main courses. Usually the fish, meat, and a vegetarian option. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you, and, uh, the first course is like, uh, a salad, a soup, or, uh, like, uh, each change, it can be sometimes I can serve like some lobster. I can It depends what I, Find in the market. Mm -hmm. So it's something change all the time. Well, know, here's uh, the thing. Every embassy, every foreign embassy that's in the United States is in this city. And are you, I mean, are you the only guys that, that have this kind of a setup? Yeah, we believe yeah. so. Yeah. We believe so, yes. Yeah. I, did, I mean, when I found out that there was, I've seen the restaurant on lists before, mm -hmm. but I didn't really understand what it was. I, I know that sounds terrible because I'm in the food industry, but... It just was never clear. Like, sometimes you guys wind up on, like, the top 100 or something like that. But it's not really – I don't think people really understand that you actually go to the French embassy and can sit down and have this experience. Yeah, a lot of people think you are in a French embassy, so only French people can come in a French right. embassy. And it's, it's not – it's what we want to change. Mm -hmm. We want, like, to uh, to welcome uh that's what they call French chauvinism. Isn't well, and it? I also think because also the ambassador's residence does a tremendous amount of events as well. So I do think that sometimes that's confusing. Yeah, right? confusing. January 26th for the sous vide day celebration. Oh, yeah, we're going to be there for the mm -hmm. sous vide day that's celebration. Right. Keep on yeah. the lookout for me. Yeah. <laughs> so do you do any work with them or no? You're strictly just at the embassy. Strictly just at the embassy. Mm -hmm. uh, we know the chef, so it happened that. He helps us, mm -hmm. or like we help him, mm -hmm. or he's been a long-time friend of Mark, so yeah. they've I known each other for I mean a long time. I mean, Bordeaux, like when I was back in my, when I was an, an apprentice. Okay. Yeah, when you were young. Yes. Well, yeah. So I'm now, earlier, <laughs> off-air, off you mentioned that you also do wine dinners and events and things of that nature. So how do people find out about that? Because I assume you're bringing in... Incredible winemakers. Through through uh, wine, the wine industry, we know certain people, and they they happen to. You bring... mean it's not just because you're French and you just know mm, amazing happens, wine people? Yeah, sometimes <laughs> with the French accent, it it works but better. Yes. But we bring people. Uh, uh, I didn't notice your accent. And when, no, no. Oh my god. <laughs> and when I'm you have a, better, your then. membership of Le Café des Cartes, Max send all the time like oh, okay. new event. If you do one, one well, you got become, new members Become right a here. member because become a, a member because then we do uh, Christmas log as well for for uh, 
for Christmas, but more importantly right now, mm-hmm. Mark is cooking a three-course meal for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we stopped the order tomorrow, by the way, so okay, it's, so it's the time it. now to order, yeah. I guess. Can we give the web address? I want to right. join. LeCaféDescartes.com. L-E-C-A-F-E-D-E-S-C-A-R-T-E-S.com. And if you're okay. spelling challenge, you can go to the list or you want to right. All the info will be on Exactly. You guys are great. Thank you. I wish... Everybody look at Facebook Live and look what Mark and Max brought in here. Thank you it's so unbelievable. much. Thank you. You'll Thank see you. it on my hips in about a week. Thank you. <laughs> Thank All you. Right, guys. Okay. So, Jacob, let's go back to you. I don't well, even know what that means. You'll see it. I, I can't even. Well, Nikki, you'll see it on my hips right. for sure. Right. Everybody else is going to see it. I can't it. wait for you to see it We're on We're not my even hips. on air next week. Hubba, hubba. Okay. Um, talk about the menu at Taqueria because yeah. you have to come up with drinks that are in sync with, you know, what... On a, what it, you know, what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I came on as GM about five months ago, mm-hmm. and um, one of my first projects was sort of taking reins of of the beverage program a little bit, and uh, I wanted it to be Anna. It's not my restaurant; it's right. Anna's restaurant. So we were kind of just sitting in a bar one uh, one night, and I said, "Hey." And let me just say for people who don't know. Anna created DC Empanadas, yeah. which was a huge like blowout at Union Market when it first opened. So she has quite the reputation in the DC industry. And That's then always. she opened up Taqueria del Barrio up in the Petworth area. Right. And mm-hmm. for me, drinks aren't about ego. Mm-hmm. It's about her menu and making things that feel like her. So right. we sat at this bar and we were drinking and I said, hey, what says to you fall? What's mm-hmm. your fall beverage menu? What are your flavors? What are your memories? What are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. So her story that goes along with this cocktail, which is called the Fall in Guatemala, which mm-hmm. is where she's from, mm-hmm. um, is that she used to have a little old lady in a park in Guatemala when she was a child okay. who would peel oranges in the park and then smash them with pepitas and salt and a little bit of lime zest. And she would just eat these in the park and love it. And so this Cause was... Because it sounds delicious. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. So this was her childhood. And I said, hey, all of those things kind of sound like they go in gin. It's what makes gin. Those are all the flavoring agents of gin. So As a gin expert, I'd like to say. You know, <laughs> gin's delicious. So this is my favorite gin on the planet. And whose wouldn't it be? It's Ryan Reynolds' gin. So okay. if, if he's drinking it, I'm drinking it. Sounds um, good. Aviation Wait, gin. that means Blake Lively drinks it. I mean, I don't hubba, know hubba, about his hubba. other relationships. It's just ours that matters. Right. So <laughs> it's uh, aviation gin and orange and coriander. And so it's just all the great things that make gin um and some gin. It's so you fabulous. Can't go wrong. What, uh, Thank what, you. What's on the rim again? Uh, that is a pepita, uh, orange zest, and salt rim. Just right. Crunched yeah, pulverized Beautiful. pepitas. You don't right. want to pulverize them all Chef the way. Peter. Chef Peter. Mark, we need your bot in here. So here's Peter Prime. It's like the you, best chef name so. ever. Yeah, it is a great chef name. Did you change your name? Was it like Popowski or something mm-hmm. like that? You know, I, I think it was just serendipity. Yeah. Pure you know. serendipity that you yeah. have a great name. Yeah. So why don't we start off? Why don't you give a little bit of your background so everybody can get oriented? Uh, originally from Trinidad. Um, I call DC home now. I've uh, mm-hmm. been cooking around the city, a couple different places. My third time on uh, Foodie and the Beast. I know. We're going to get you the jacket. Don't worry. Uh, Awesome. awesome. (laughs) Uh, Large, extra large sometimes. (laughs) I'll just give you mine. (laughs) Appreciate it. Uh, Right now, I'm at Spark, and we're we're really having a lot of fun with the the menu uh, since we opened in February. Lots of exciting stuff. Um, I'm trying to remember. Last time you were in... It was because of Spark. No, no, but am I wrong? Did you bring barbecue? Cute. Did you bring something? So, so we're a Caribbean-inspired smokehouse. So, I think I brought some of our grilled oxtails, some brisket. Right. So, let's talk about what you're doing at Spark, and then you have an announcement to make. But first, let's talk about Spark and what's going on there. 
uh, Spark, you know, we're having a really good time. Uh, we just recently did a full menu change. Mm-hmm. I brought one of our new dishes. Uh, we have our curry duck confit. Oh, let's try yeah. it. Okay, that. wait. So that's oh. this? Oh, it's That's here. right, yeah. Okay. No, no, that's not yours. Mm-hmm. That's mine. Wait, where's mine? <laughs> yours is coming. Relax. I'm only on the show. I want to be clear. I'm here for the free food. That's it. <laughs> Ten years. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. All right. Okay, so duck confit. Duck confit. So it's a play. Uh, so curry duck is a really popular dish uh, back home in Trinidad. Is it really? It, it is. It is. So, oh my I mean, God. I'm really lucky. We have all these cuisines that are just kind of uh, just come together in Trinidad. So I get mm-hmm. to do a lot of Indian flavors. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of Creole food. I don't know if you're watching Facebook Live. Anytime <laughs> I'm licking my fingers, it's that good. <laughs> Wow. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And that's what, what are classic Trinidad flavors? Because I don't feel like everybody knows that. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's a lot of things for different people. But, mm-hmm. you know, we have so the curries right. are really popular. Um, I brought some uh, of our some roti as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a curried venison roti. So the curry flavors are very popular. And then mm-hmm. we do a lot of braised um, meats. Mm-hmm. What's that's this? Start. So this is one of our. Hmm. Breakfast breads. It's called a fried bake. Oh my a little, god! A little bit of an oxymoron. It's a Take bake. A bite. It's fried. Just take a bite. It, it looks fried. Mm-hmm. It looks ridiculous. And we've been playing with it a little bit. Oh yeah. Change it up a little bit. That's a uh, bacon cheese. Some of our hot sauce, and uh, that's a breakfast bread that we're going to be doing. But when are you going to be doing it? Because you guys don't uh, do breakfast. We don't do breakfast. Huh. But I am hoping to start breakfast early 2019. Okay. Um, opening cane oh, with my sister. Oh, all right, wait. So here's the announcement. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. So, Restaurant cane. Prime family. Cane, spell it. C-A-N-E. Okay, and what, where are we opening? What are we doing? Give this, us a 411. This is on H Street. Um Street Northeast. Uh, Street an homage Northeast. to sugar cane because we got a wall of sugar cane. Homage to sugar cane. Know. You know, sugar cane is so intrinsic to the Caribbean. It's kind of mm-hmm. it is the way we know it right now. You know, that's the reason that you know my ancestors were there, and you know the the great mix that we have. You know, we had a lot of Indian indentured laborers, and sure. we all came to harvest the cane, and we fell in love with all the products. Mm-hmm. Um, a good cook in Trinidad, it, you say they have a sweet hand. Um, and oh, is, that a, is that a, like a saying? Like That's if, like a if, saying, yeah. Like, like if you're a good cook, you so have yeah, a sweet you, hand. You have, you have a sweet hand, like a, I guess I like a that. green thumb. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, so you have a sweet hand. And uh, we, we are featuring a lot of great rums. And Okay, a, wait, we're going to take a break. When we come back, let's lay out what we think. You know what your proposal of cane is going to be when we can see it opening, what the menu is going to look like. And I'm, I'm not really sucking up, but I think Nikki has a sweet hand too. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's totally I'm sucking up. Kidding. Okay, this oh, is David and Nikki Nellis for Foodie and the Beast. We'll be back in just a minute. All right, we're back on Foodie and the Beast. I'm going to have a stress-free Thanksgiving. I'll be with your you entire family for a week. Sitting help, on the couch. help me, help me. Yeah, you um, don't do a thing. So I want to, Peter Prime is in here. We're talking about his new restaurant, Cane, but I have to say well, his new upcoming restaurant. his new upcoming it's not restaurant. Open yet. Okay, thanks for the Just saying. correction. But go. I do have to say, I mean, it does not pay to be born a duck anywhere near you because this <laughs> is good food. So let's talk about the concept of cane. So uh, right now it's Spark, which uh, got the whole thing rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a Caribbean-inspired uh, smokehouse. Right. Uh, this is a little for more... For people who don't know where it is, remind us where Spark is. It's uh, 1626 North Capitol. Right. Um, northwest. Right. Um so yeah, cane is a little more traditional Caribbean, mm-hmm. but um, uh, sort of our fast, casual, 
uh, version. You so know, what does that mean uh, as far as food offerings? What does that look like? You gonna so, do your chili there too? Uh, no chili there, but what, the what? roti. He's already got a restaurant. What, what, Go there I mean, for the okay. chili. The chili's at Spark. All right. right. We do, we're doing it on all the cold days. We start all our. Right. I'm an idiot. That's all right. Keep going. Spark. Um, the rotis, uh, you just had the venison. We're going to be doing a number of different versions. Uh, the so breakfast look, can breads. Can we explain rotis? Because mm-hmm. there are so, there are a lot of different styles of them. Yeah. And this is a little different than the rotis that you see, for, like traditional rotis from India. Sure, sure. Do you know what I mean? Which are very large and mm-hmm. long. So these are, these are more like, um, uh, like, not empanadas, but like they're they're more like a so for want of a better description, an Indian burrito. Maybe? Yes, yes, yeah. a more burrito yes, style. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for that. So, so is that classic to Trinidad? So it, it is. You know, um, okay. growing up in Trinidad, I thought that's what roti was, but mm-hmm. apparently roti is just bread. So it's uh, any version of uh, Indian bread is. We prefer your confusion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah. So I. I um, I found out the hard way that, yeah, that not all rotis were like that. Oh, uh, not all rotis are no, the yeah, same, I'm, I'm right. Apparently not, yeah. Okay, so you're going to be doing rotis mm-hmm. and... Uh, the breakfast bread that you have, we're mm-hmm. going to be um, doing other versions with the bakes that you no. that you tried with some of the meats that are really popular. Spectacular. Talk about the space, though. How many seats, that uh, kind of thing? We're at about 40 seats. It's mm-hmm. small. We're going to have a Yeah, small because your other space is enormous, it, right? It, it is, it is. This is... Uh, you know, hopefully we'll do um, a lot of ex- interesting lunch, some late night. Um, well, and when good weather comes again, will there be an outdoor anything? Or um, It's something that we want to develop. We do have a large bay that we, we hope we can open up and, you know, just kind of, you know. So will you take reservations or is it just for uh, no, 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 it's yeah, yeah, right. fast casual. So we'll what's up with in. the rum? So how does, how does drinks fit in with it? So, you know, uh, fast casual is the closest description, but it's a little more than that. You know, you can come hang out, come lime. That's what we do in Trinidad. Uh, while you're waiting for your food, we're going to be doing um, some of our punches and some rum cocktails that you can grab. Lots of great fresh uh, fruit juices mixed with it. Yeah, All right. We're really excited. I'm going okay, to have to cook our, my sister. What's our ETA? Uh, early 2019. Wow, so soon. Soon. That's soon. great. That makes yeah, it sound so far away. Yeah. He means in a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, I, what he means. <laughs> Six weeks. Don't say it like that. No, I won't say <laughs> Sometime soon. All right. Well, well, congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it's really exciting. Thank you, thank you. Is all, and I will say again, it was a kind of a blind moment there with the uh, the chili tasting. Your taste, your chili was just killer. And I think I it was it. was it venison? There was some venison oh, in there. Yeah, it was uh-huh. so yeah, good. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, congrats Peter. and thank you. And please thank keep us guys. posted. All right, so Jacob. Back to you. What is this work of art you put in front of us? That is called the Rum Tum Tugger. And for those of you that are not as queer as I am, that is a Cats reference. Of course it is, from the musical Cats. Uh, absolutely. So tell us about the drink. Um, so that is a apple cider dark and stormy. Okay. Um, so you've got dark rum, you got light rum, you have a uh, house-made apple cider, fresh ginger syrup, Man, a little bit of lemon. Good. Woo. Okay. Wakes you up. It's sneaky. I'll yeah, it's sneaky, right? Yeah. There's plenty of liquor in there, too. Knock me Don't out. worry about it. Oh, my God. That is um, that is boozy. <laughs> yeah. But it's beautiful. <laughs> but it is. It's really, a pretty... Yeah, you got a little apple chip on top, you know. It's mm. it's the full fall. I'm just going to say, you and Sam skipping school seems to have worked out. Right? <laughs> I mean, we know how to drink, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. Okay. All right. We are now moving on to a part of the program that I'm very excited about because, A, there's no carbs or high-calorie food or alcohol coming our way. That's right. Now we're going to get really organic. And I'm going to be prettier. 
So, <laughs> well, everything can help, right? So, Rachel, Ivy Wild, where did yes. the idea come from in the first place? Why? Well, really, the idea is that, you know, there are sort of a growing number of clean beauty brands coming out in terms mm-hmm. of skincare and makeup and now they're really high performance. So it's for everybody these days. And you get sort of like a wider audience. And okay, DC wait. was just lacking. Let me be the, the naysayer at the table. Yeah. Because you and I have already met before. That's right. And um, I think for women in general, especially women of a certain age, uh, when it comes to beauty products, mm-hmm. um, while we may eat organic and put healthy things in our body, today excluded, obviously, right. um, that we try to take care of ourselves, we work out, etc. But when it comes to our skincare and our makeup, we look for medicinal mm-hmm. or things that are going to make stuff happen, yes. right? Yes. And I think the thought of organic skincare has always been... So it doesn't do, it's, it right. could be healthy, but it right. doesn't necessarily do anything. Yeah, exactly. So backing up, there's sort of a wide array of categories in the clean space. Okay. So what Ivy Wild is focused on is we're not shunning synthetics as long as they're non-toxic. Okay. So we're incorporating brands that are performance-based. Um, so it's not purely just plant-based ingredients, but you're also getting the clean synthetics for performance. Well, so let's back up a little bit. Yeah. How did you get in? Because you didn't grow up in this. No. So how did you get involved and decide to but open you up your... For a woman in her late 70s, you awesome. <laughs> Fabulous. Awesome, clean baby. living. No, how did you decide? Because opening up small retail in D.C. is no easy feat. So yeah. how, did you do, how did you go from wherever you were to mm-hmm. here? Well, I had been doing um, marketing in tech companies in D.C. for the last 12 years Mm -hmm. and was just not excited about it anymore. Um, And I was a super consumer myself of just beauty and skincare products. Oh, my wife. Yeah. (laughs) We've met. Yeah. So she's here. As a like consumer myself, I was starting to figure out that a lot of the brands I was spending up on, you know, like those prestige department store brands. Right. um, Also still had dirty ingredients. And so I was frustrated. I started looking into it and sort of my personal awareness of it grew. And I just decided, oh, there's great brands now. This would be such a good thing to bring to D.C., which is like our market. Well, I I think that makes a lot of sense. But when you look at the the big stores in D.C., right? Mm -hmm. So you got I feel not in just D.C., but nationally. Right. So you have these big uh Skincare slash makeup stores, whether yeah. it's Sephora, Blue, Blue Mercury. Mercury. Mm-hmm. So you've got these big brand names and they they carry big brands like they don't carry yeah. a lot of interesting and new up and coming uh, skincare right. lines or makeup lines either. So how do you how do you enter that market? Yeah. Find the right real estate for it. And yeah. then curate those brands. So I wanted to be really laser focused on, you know, like younger working women in D.C. because mm-hmm. I feel that that audience is looking for something hipper and fresher and they like finding and discovering like the new cool indie brands, but right. but that are actually effective. So really just being so focused on who we're catering to, finding those neighborhoods, you know, we're at 14th in Florida. So we're right She's in the right hub. next door to 305 Fitness. Yes, I see you there all the time. I, I mean, I'm I not there. My, I'm next door, but I see me. you walking by. I'm going to come oh. down every now and then and say hello to our money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, but it's true. You know, I'm not trying to be a big retailer, like a mainstream retailer. We're trying to just focus on the things that are, like, exciting and But different. I have a question, because one of the big, you know, kind of, and again, trust me when I say I wash my face with sandpaper, so <laughs> yeah. I'm not in this, but... <laughs> 
But Goop has taken a lot of hits lately because yeah. they say that, you know, it's this and it's wonderful and it's clean and it's mm-hmm. that and it turns out to be... But that's be... not just their skincare. Right. They've been called out, just so you understand what Goop is, because I feel like you just see... No, Goop is skincare and it's vitamins and it's all kinds but of stuff. But it's also right? clothing and they also tell you to put eggs up your mm-hmm. vagina. Right. I mean, there's it's like a whole a... lifestyle. Well, I just want to say I had put two <laughs> eggs in my vagina <laughs> <Yeah>. today. <laughs> I think they're cooked. I think they're ready to go. No, my point is is that you only know the headline. And the headline is is that a lot of the stuff they're putting out there right. is not scientifically right. Right. But wait, wait, can I get back to the eggs in the vagina? <laughs> thing? Are they, are they fresh eggs? Are they hard boiled? Are they organic? Eggs? Jade eggs? Don't worry, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I would know. Right. Or yeah. not. Um, <laughs> anyway, but so, no, I understand David's question. David's question is, is that there is sort of this sort of elitist way totally. about um, healthier skincare. And yeah. how do you how do you find that line? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you. I think we're really trying to be focused on non-toxic defined by some longitudinal science. So mm-hmm. we follow the Suzuki Institute's like dirty dozen list of ingredients to avoid and okay. try and keep it really simple and straightforward. So like what is a dirty product? Yeah. So in our view, Dirt. it's those no. things that are actually you know, be good. known to be carcinogens, known to be hormone disruptors, where there is like science that has backed this and there's mm-hmm. research that's gone behind it. And in Europe, they've banned, you know, 1500 ingredients or so. And in the U.S., it's like you know, in the 20s. They're like, good luck with that. Right. Yeah. So I definitely agree. There's a lot of confusion. And I think the goops of the world get into sort of that bigger band list Mm -hmm. and they kind of go down another course. But we're really trying to stay true to just simple science. Keep things. So what do some of those lines look like? So I'm using a couple of them now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the brands? Mm -hmm. Yes. So the brand that you introduced me to that I thought was really interesting, um, because CC creams have sort of taken over where foundation used to be, right? What's a CC cream? It's it's a little bit less pigmented than a foundation. So it sort of just gives you some skincare plus a little bit of like an even skin tone mm. without that. Are men using it too? I assume look. they are. Yeah, it's interesting. I th- I feel like more men should be using them. Right. I think hello, even at your skin tone, guys. Exactly. It's for everybody. <laughs> and it's skincare. So But so the one you gave me was not a cream, it was right. a serum. Yes. Which I think is really yeah, I, I think it's really interesting and very, very different because it, it feels very healthy on my skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. So Kosas is one of the brands that has launched into this category of skincare first makeup. Mm-hmm. And actually, they really focus on that undone look. So it looks like your skin. Right. Um, it's not giving you that full face of makeup because it, it keeps you looking younger. It's lighter to wear. It's easier to wear through the day. But it's at the base, um, a skincare focused serum. So like plant antioxidants, green tea seed, all of those things that are just, you know, truly working with your body. Right. You know what? We're going to take a break. But when we come back, I want to talk about because you have lots of lotions and potions in your shop, which no eggs, <laughs> right? no, no, no eggs. eggs. <laughs> lotion. We clearly he's stuck on that one. Um, I like that one. OK, yeah. lotions and potions. And, you know, some of the things I think are, are beauty products that women are a little like oils, you right. know, things like that. So when we come back, let's talk about that. And you brought in a whole array of products today. Let's get into that. Perfect. This is David and Nikki Nellis with Foodie and the Beast. The next segment is just about me and nobody else. So we'll be back in just a second. <laughs> We are back on Food and the Bees with David and Nikki Nellis. Before we get back to the show, I just want to thank our sponsors, the people that keep the show on the air. 
our very good friends at ProFish, Ivy City Smokehouse. Uh, the market at River Falls, which is an amazing specialty market in Potomac, it is the perfect time to go there. And, frankly, to the Ivy City Smokehouse for your Thanksgiving stuff. Save okay, your... so Ivy City Smokehouse, you should go there not for Thanksgiving, but for the day after Thanksgiving when you have all those people in your house because their smoked fish platters are Ugh. fabulous. And voila, you have breakfast. There's my other oh, French Nick, word. Nicky Heston. <laughs> and all this time I thought it was viola. All right. All right. Central Farm Markets where you also get great turkey and stuff. And the, they have the a holiday. special event on Tuesday at Pike and Rose where you can get your last-minute Thanksgiving needs. And meat crafters, them skinny salamis, I which I need those. a bunch of now. All right, so, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel, so let's get back to you. So you brought in a bunch of products today. What did you bring in? Mm-hmm. Well, we're doing these holiday season kits, and really they're, each kit is focused on different needs. So mm-hmm. we have one that's for like the beauty makeup lover, the artist who wants like all the colors and scents of fall and it's got makeup and scented candles. And then we have one that's for like the overworked, stressed person who needs to like relax, revitalize their skin, and that's mm-hmm. got a bunch of skincare. <laughs> I'll eat one. We of have those. some takers over in the corner. Yes. <laughs> and then we have one that's also perfect for men. It's um or women. It's called the athlete and it's really for just cleaning, cleansing, um, healing. So, you know, your skin after you're sweating or just busy. Well, you're looking at me. Am I sweating now? (laughs) I look like the kind of guy that works out a lot, right? Exactly. Exactly. So let's talk about, before we went to break, we were talking about face oils. Mm -hmm. And they're very new and very hot in the market. And I think for a lot of women, it's like... I'm putting oil on my face. Right. It's very hard to reconcile years and years and years of hearing, stay oil free, take oils yes. out, blah, blah, blah. So how, how do you how do you sell that one? Yeah. Well, it's so interesting because people who come in now are actually excited about them. But I agree with you. You were always told, like, stay away from oil. It's going to clog your skin. But actually, it works with your skin. So people mm-hmm. who are oily, a face oil helps kind of trick your skin and say, You've already produced enough. Don't overproduce. Stop producing too much. Okay. Um, and as long as the oils are not those like thicker, pore clogging, comedogenic Made by Texaco oils. or any of them. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's important that they're the right kinds of oils that work with your skin. So these are all plant-based? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, so what's the one? You gave me a little one. Odacite. And I actually yes. brought another one from Odacite today. Okay. It's really lovely. Yeah. These are fully plant-based. Not everything we carry is, but this line is, and they're mostly organic. And the benefit of that is that the efficacy of the ingredients is really preserved because they're grown in a clean way um, and then they're cold pressed. So everything works. And there's also this concept about just, you know, bioavailability. So things that are organic in nature, um, your body recognizes them and absorbs them better. And it sort of optimizes. Ask you a question. It goes to diet. Yep. I was always told I. I told our our friends from the French embassy, I lived in Italy for a couple of years, and when they, for example, when they eat an orange, Mm -hmm. they peel the orange, they squeeze the, you know, the orange on their face, and they eat the the white stuff. He also lived in Italy in like 19. (laughs) No, no, they still do it, and they eat the the white stuff on the inside, and then they eat the orange, because that's supposedly where all the the oils and nutrition are. Is Mm -hmm. that, I mean, are we, should we be using our fruits that way? So... There's some truth in that, and I would say, like, the level of acidity that you might get if you were to apply uh, a citrus or an acid fruit directly on your skin might be a little bit much, but the idea is a lot of these brands do incorporate those natural resources from the plants to, you know, in a 
gentler formulation to work really better with but your skin. But that's true. That you can the, the the juices and the oils out of the entire plant. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know that we have any with orange, but well, for sure there's you know from the bark of trees, from you know flowers and fruits for sure. And they do have these, they're these great natural sources of vitamin A, which is like the base of retinol, for example. And something that I think most women are familiar, you know, retinol or a really strong vitamin C is going to really give you results in turning back kind of the signs of aging in your skin. So as much as you can topically. So would you say that your clientele is, are you looking to hit a certain age of women or are you looking for men to come in? Are you looking to just sort of educate everybody on good skincare and then makeup is sort of the side of that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we're seeing a lot of younger women coming in, mm-hmm. but I think partly that goes to um, how brands are reaching out to that audience and thinking like these are the people who haven't been inundated with lots of you know historic like information that's kind of off track. Um, but that said, we get a lot of, you know, moms and other people who are all ages we bring men in um i think what's really great is that like with all of these clean brands now there really is they're formulating for everybody Mm -hmm. so it's not just the super spendy products that you can only afford if you're like a woman with more resources and you're further in your career or life like there really is a range for everyone so okay terrific tell everybody please where they can find you and you should absolutely follow them on instagram as well yeah for sure come in we're at 14th and florida right mm-hmm. next to we work and made on um and then please follow us on instagram at ivy wild beauty do you have an online store can we we're working on it okay okay great thank you so cool. much for coming yeah. in today rachel okay jacob let's go back to you yeah. what are you working on over there jacob what did we get here this I'm, is stunning i, I love know, this right? It's Bless a cafecito. So a it's a cafecito. A cafecito. So this is going to be on our winter menu. Did, um, um, it, didn't Justin is, Bieber do a song a ca- like that? Yeah, cafecito. <laughs> so it's uh, it's stick, it's stick to cocktails. <laughs> wow, that's rough, man. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting a little sick. All right. Uh, no, so that's it's this is delicious. So. Um, it's cachaca, which is what you're getting kind of that tropical flavor with. It's basically. Oh yeah. I I would like to say it's a low ABV. Like, best basic Becky frap that you're going to have in your life. Uh, there'll be a second show to explain whatever the hell he just said. <laughs> um, so it's it's cachaca, it's Avion Espresso, it's a little bit of coffee, it's some sweetened condensed milk. The coffee foams really nicely. It's just a really awesome drink. It's, it's a not really good drink, brunch up. drink. Yeah. I mean, this is terrific for brunch. Yeah. It's... Um, Really Absolutely. yummy. This is why God invented Uber. Do you so. guys do brunch? We do do brunch, actually. And uh, one, one, uh, Yesterday one was Saturday a drag month, brunch, we do a drag right? brunch. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. And, uh, actually, Wasn't our last it like one hairy yesterday. face? What was it yesterday? Yes, hairy face. No shave November. No uh, shave, right. Hairy I face see. November. Right. Uh, <laughs> hairy face every third day. So, um, yeah, we did a no shave November. 10% of the proceeds went to Whitman Walker. It Fabulous. was the best drag brunch we've ever had. So much fun. Everybody guests let loose, drag queens let loose. We had one drag queen without a dress at the end of it. Oh my god! It was amazingly fun, um, and we were, loved doing. Were it there any month. eggs involved at all? There were no. I didn't see any okay. eggs. But the goal of the egg is that you don't see the egg. Right. It's a, you want to keep it up there. You I don't know. I'm so you new know, to this. You know, I'm you such have, a like, babe. Going on downstairs, you don't want to. All right. Anyway, so. so, okay. I I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to ruin the surprise. But I got you one for. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to see where you can keep. You know, we keep it. getting mail. We keep getting mail from a company called Best Egg. I had no idea. Do you want to be uh, in drag, in drag uh, bingo next week, David? No, I'm going to pass on that. But thanks. Okay. Um, so just quickly, your whole cocktail menu. How often does it evolve? 
Um, so we do it uh, once every season, and we okay. are right now um, concepting our next restaurant, which is going to be a mess Caloria and Gay Dance Club. Woo! So come on in. We'll it's be there be for fun. that. Probably next year, mid next year. So. Do we have a location? We yet? don't yet. We are looking right now. Okay. So well, keep us posted. Real estate agents right. out there, right? Right, 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 right. All right. Tell everybody very quickly where the Taqueria is. Taqueria is at eight two one Upshur Street Northwest. That is on Upshur Street between Eighth and Ninth. And it is uh, right across works. the street from Himitsu yeah. and uh, Timber Pizza, Hank's right? Bar. Hank's Cocktail yeah. Bar, and unfortunately, Ruta Del Vino just closed. Bye, Ruta. Yeah. All right, see you. So um, while we wrap up, we gotta again thank the people that sponsored our tenth anniversary show because it was really. Uh, that was, yes. that was our biggest live show ever. It We've was our biggest live big show ones. ever. So, it was pretty exciting. Well, can I name the names again? Go right ahead. Be okay with that? All right. Make it happen. Jamie Leeds and her crew. Robert Wiedemeyer and his crew. Mm-hmm. Ashok Bajaj and his crew. Mm-hmm. Profish. Uh, Chico. Help me out here. Who else? Profish, Chico. Uh, Passion Food Hospitality. Market at River Falls. Mm-hmm. Passion Food Hospitality. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the guys at Three Stars. Yes, Dave and Mike. Dave and Mike. And I think that's everybody. I think I did it. So, I mean, right. and thanks again to Blue Jacket and Amber Fowl and, and, Greg, and Michael Babin and, Michael and Greg Babin, Engert. Greg Engert. We had a great time. We did. And we got to talk about We do a second show on Mondays from the Line Hotel from 5 to 6. It's a live show, and then it's podcasted on. I mean, he says we, but it's usually me. Full service. Well, <laughs> because it's record. too far from my office. <laughs> I know. That's okay. But tomorrow so I'll be this? there. I do a show called Industry Night that at the baloney. Line Hotel. <laughs> well, you're such a... Put the limelight on me, says Nikki. And um, tomorrow we'll be speaking with Debbie Shore of Share Our Strength, and we're going to be talking about all the great things that Share Our Strength does, uh, not just during the holiday season, which is amazing because they make sure kids get fed, but throughout the entire year. So I'm really it's looking forward organization. to that conversation. showing up, too? Yeah, Brian Voltaggio is going to be there. Top Chef finalist, seeing his brother Michael duked it out in season six. Yep, so they'll uh, be in the house. Volt, family meal out in Frederick. He's a good man. Yeah, so, so we look uh, good. Everything you heard about on the show today, you can find on the com. Nikki's website. Mm-hmm. Follow her on WTOP every Thursday, usually, right. at 1240. Mm-hmm. And Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And, and all the things that he doesn't do. not follow me. I right, hate exactly. that stuff. All right. And we want to thank all of our guests for coming on the show today. It was literally a delicious show with some really good intel from where you can eat, top where you should show. be eating, and also drinking, and of course, what you should be applying on your face. Uh, we want to thank all of our guests for joining us. We want everybody to please have a wonderful and healthy Thanksgiving with your family. Try not to argue Don't at the say table. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> Don't do it. Everybody just have a Don't. delicious week. Yay.